It's time for All Things Gardening with Charlie Nardozzi, brought to you by Vermont Victory Greenhouses and Gardener Supply. Hi there, Charlie. Hi, Mary. Well, our region had some challenges this year that might have affected foliage. Remember the spongy moth scourge and then periods of moderate drought? But boy, the fall colors were just stunning in most parts of the state. And most of those leaves are on the ground now. And I understand that you have a mantra, resist the rake. Yes, the foliage was fantastic, but now we have to deal with all these leaves on the ground. And most people will either rake them up and bag them and ship them off uh, to a local recycling center um, or have a lawn service that'll come in and do that. That's a shame because a lot of those leaves are great for fertilizing your trees, your lawn, and your garden. So let me go through my top five things to do with your leaves. Here we go. Number one, <laughs> mow them. If you just have a light layer of leaves on the top of your lawn, just run your mower over them. Chop them up, leave them there. It might look a little messy for a week or so, but eventually everything is going to decompose. The earthworms will eat them up and they'll just disappear and become food for the lawn and for the trees. Number two, pile them up. If you have a lot of leaves, pile them up in a corner, maybe caged with some chicken wire and just leave them there. They'll slowly break down and in a year or two they become leaf mold, which is a great compost-like additive you can add to your garden. Number three, chop them up and collect them, but then spread them on your annual flower gardens and your vegetable gardens. That will protect that soil from eroding during the winter and protect all those vital soil microbes that are there as well. And eventually it breaks down and becomes food for your plants for next year too. Number four, add them to your kitchen scrap compost. You're going to want to add some dry brown materials, and there's nothing better than some chopped up leaves. So as you add your, your kitchen scraps that tend to be green and kind of wet and moist, add a handful or so of these leaves. So put, have a couple bags on hand there, and you can just do it all winter long. By the spring, you can mix it all up, and you're going to have a real nice compost by next summer sometime. And finally, number five, protect your plants. Things like roses, for example, or lavender. If you put some kind of cage around them, you can take some of those chopped leaves, again, have to be chopped, put them inside that cage to protect your plants in winter from the cold, and they'll survive and come back for you nice and strong next year. And again, the leaves become a mulch. So there you go, five things to do with your leaves. Um, we've got a question. This one came in via phone from listener DD. Let's give this one a listen. I have a small hibiscus plant that I put in the ground this spring. Here we are in Vermont. To winterize it, do I have to dig it up and bring it inside, or is there something I can do and leave it in the ground? Yes, yeah, so hibiscus uh, is a great plant to have in the landscape. There are two different types, so it's not clear which one you're actually referring to, uh, but if it's the hardy hibiscus, the one that grows up from the ground every spring and then dies back to the ground, you really don't have to do anything with that to get it to overwinter in our climate. It'll come back pretty uh, reliably each year. If, however, it's the tropical hibiscus, those are not hardy here. So you do have to bring those in and protect them. So what I would suggest doing is if you haven't put it in a pot already, do so. Put it in a pot. Uh, keep it close to the house the next week or so and have it just get adjusted to being in a container and, and being close to the house where it gets less light and has lower light levels. Prune it back pretty vigorously, maybe by a third or so, and then slowly start bringing it into the house. So maybe just bring it in one night first and then bring it back out the next day. Do that for three or 
four nights and then eventually bring it in full time. When you do that, though, quarantine it away from the other plants. So you, if you have an infestation of aphids or mealybugs or whiteflies that came in, you can catch them and have them not spread. Place it in the sunniest, brightest place you have in your house. It's not going to look pretty all winter because unless you have supplemental light, leaves will drop and it won't really flower. But as long as you get it to survive till the spring then you can move it back outside again and it'll just take off and start growing if you've got a question for charlie about your garden visit vermontpublic.org search all things gardening and submit your question there thanks so much charlie anytime mary and i'll be seeing you in the garden